What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shantines. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to uh, Monday's episode. So we're coming off a, a little bit of a break for the 4th of July weekend. Uh, I was traveling, so we we put up um, uh, Kevin. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I always mess with his last name the first time. Apolarineo, I think is how you pronounce it, man. But it was a great interview. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to try to keep one in reserve in case we ever have to take another break. Uh, which I say that we, we do that like at least two, three times a year. <laughs> with timing sake but uh i got a lot of good interviews coming up so definitely want you guys to continue to tune in but without further ado i give it to shannon all right everybody this uh article is actually from federalnewsnetwork.com written by kurt sanger and it's titled private sector must proactively accept white house's invitation invitations on cybersecurity." so uh, a few months back um i want to say it was like march time frame the white house uh, they wrote the National Cybersecurity Strategy, right? Um, so what it is, is it's a guidance for federal officials on how they're going to handle things when it comes to cybersecurity, right? So this current administration is doing very good when it comes to addressing cyber, and it could be out of necessity, right? They had COVID that that made it one of those things where it was, it was a necessity for them to, to kind of address this. But what they're trying to do here is they're trying to... So, so the federal government realizes that there's a lot of innovation to be had when it comes to these private companies, right? So they want to get them on board. They want to ha- let them have a seat at the table, but they're telling them, get in early to have a seat at the table so you can help with some of these things that the federal government is going to do when it comes to working with the civilian sector, right? So um, they're going to have them uh, dealing with some legal and regulatory things, and they're going to have them helping with different topics like uh, development of regulations, protecting uh, networks and systems, prioritizing those associated with critical infrastructure, which we've seen a lot of these last couple of years, right? Um, people putting gas in bags and whatnot. We're not trying to go back to that, right? Criminal and national security investigations, information sharing, incident response, a bunch a bunch of things, right? There's a bunch of them to name, but uh, they're trying to get them to come in and get a seat at the table, right? So um, I, I like that they're expanding on this, right? Because the whole, the national cybersecurity, what was it called? National cybersecurity strategy that they came up with, that initiative, um, it, it, they just came out with it this year and it's not that long. I think it's only like 35 pages or something like that, but it goes into different things that they want to address going forward. And again, um, they know that the private sector is innovative, right? Now, mind you, in the private sector, um, they're more motivated by by profit, right? Like for them to do things and with the federal government, that's not the case. It's it's to provide uh, for different, I don't want to say services, but I guess services, you know, Department of Defense, Homeland Security, things of that nature uh, for protection of the American citizens, right? So, but they can still go hand in hand, right? So even though the federal government is not trying to make money, these companies have, have gone and done these things to keep themselves profitable that help and guide the same way, right? So, um, I like that. I like that this is something that they reached out to them and did that, right? Like they, they could have just been like, "All right, we're going to do our own thing over here. You guys do your things over here, and we'll just, we'll just make you. If you want to work with the with the federal government, which they, which they have already, they said if you're going to work with us, these are the things you need to do, right? Especially when it comes to critical infrastructure. We actually did a story on that. I, I can't remember the time frame. I don't know why, but it was probably it's a little over a month ago. I want to say maybe five, six weeks ago, something like that. Um, we actually talked about it, but. 
uh, yeah, this is this is a good way to go about doing things, right? Like so, knowing that the federal government is not going to do everything in house, right? Like we we uh, especially when it comes to you know different big companies out there, your Microsofts, your Amazons, like there is a lot of coordination that goes on with them um, when it comes to doing things for the federal government. That it's good to get them on board and ask them, hey come get a seat at the table, like to help us with what is going on with everything uh, going on in the world nowadays. Cause again, if we've said it once, we've said it a million times, cyber warfare is where it's all going to kick off. Right. So Ryan, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I, I also agree with you. And um, it, it is good to get in early, uh, so to speak, so they can actually have some kind of influence. Cause like, like you said, right now, it, it mostly goes to agencies first, like, Hey, uh, the Homeland, Hey, um, Department of Justice, like, what do we need to do to uh, continue to protect our citizens and then kind of build uh, regulatory, regulatory um, guidelines for banks, universities, you know, people who are dealing with other people's uh, NPI and PII and things of that nature. And then off the back end, you have private companies coming in uh, and like, you work for the, uh, the the federal government. I work uh, currently in the private sector, right? So I see a lot of companies come to us for consulting. Like, hey, uh, we see things are changing. So we want to not get struck like um, uh, recently GLBA change, right? Um, so you have a lot of universities and things of that nature who have new FTC guidance where it's like, hey, I don't want to get slapped with a $10,000 fine per, per fine if we mishandle information. So uh, what can you do to help us uh, strengthen our policy? What can you do to help us uh, be more in line with uh, in this case, be the 800-171, like, what do we need to do to make sure that we're uh, ahead of the uh, the the, uh, the game when these regulations hit? I think it was June 9th for those uh, new new regulations. So I, I believe this to be a good thing. Instead of you hitting, getting hit on the back end, you're already in the game. You already understand, like, okay, this is coming down the pipe, as opposed to uh, you know a few weeks before it happens. You're 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 um, you're you're trying to get your your ducks in a row to make sure that you're not going to get uh, slammed uh, in some some regard. So I, I think it's a good rally call. Hopefully, um, more companies uh, take the ball and run with it. I don't think it's going to be uh, necessarily those smaller companies. It'll be probably bigger, you know, uh, enterprises like your your, your trillion dollar companies, your Microsofts, your Apples, things of that nature first. Um, but then all their subsidiaries, the smaller companies that fall behind them, will have a, a better lead. Uh, when it comes to what's coming down the pipe as opposed to having to react once a, a press release comes out, you know, like um, the the White House pushes out, you know, a memorandum saying, hey, this is coming, uh, as opposed to you already uh, have been in a conference or a webinar or something that uh, you got the, the tell ahead of time. So I think I think it's going to be a good thing. I, uh, will it will it last between administrations? Uh, you know, that has to be uh, seen. However, uh, it seems as though, regardless of party or partisan or what have you, uh, that the uh, White House is opening it up to um, being more um, uh, transparent, uh, so to speak, when it comes to uh, working with the private sector. Because uh, I want to say this administration has been hitting it, hitting it pretty hard. Uh, I know uh, Homeland's more involved. I know that the Department of uh, Transportation is more involved, things of that nature. And the administration before that one, they actually had the, your, your Zuckerbergs and your Elons and all that show up to the uh, the White House to discuss things. So it, I, I think it's, it's positive change for the future. So I think a lot of good will come out of it. Because uh, again, a lot of these regulations are, are changing the way that uh, private sector does business when it comes to healthcare, uh, again, like universities and how they interact with uh, people's MPI. Um, and uh, I know there's an 853 Rev 4, 
I want to say. I could be wrong. Uh, change coming up. There's a FISMA uh, rules change coming up. Like there's lots of stuff coming down the pipe. So it'd be good to get ahead of it. Well, Rev Rev Five is out there, but is it Rev Five? Okay, Rev Five yeah. is out there, but implementation is a little it's a little slow going. It's been out there for a couple of years actually, but yeah, and we and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. The whole AI, uh, so there's a, a a NIST AI RMF out there as well. Um, that's kind of like in its draft, and then the EU just passed regulation for uh, the uh, AI. Uh, I, I keep wanting to make it more complicated than it is. I think it's just called like the AI regulation or something like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Artificial Intelligence Act or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a very simple AI <laughs> act that just passed. Uh, and then that's going to impact the, the world, right? Because like the, when the EU pushed GDPR, it, it impacted everybody as well. Like uh, the, we're no longer... Um, the, the internet's opened the world up, right? So, like, we're we're uh, even if you don't have specific EU business, you probably have EU customers. So then this is going to impact you. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just good to have that full transparency and then have them weigh in uh, as well because um, you have companies right now trying to figure out like how we're going to implement AI. And oh, by the way, now there's new laws and regulations uh, down the pipe as well. So whatever we've already implemented may have to be adjusted, or there may be uh, you know. Uh, a chance to um, to push back to the government and say, hey, no, we want to do things this way, or we feel this would be more secure, or uh, we can make advances in this direction if you would ease up here, right? So then they have the ability to lobby. So we'll see. So, so you actually brought up a point I, I want to hit on as well. When you're talking about uh, you know the trillion-dollar companies getting in on this early, but you kind of mentioned the mom and pops, right? And my hope is that they don't, I don't, I don't want to say uh, like, like, push them out but i'm hoping they don't make it too prohibitive to where they just can't keep up right because like i've seen that before uh in congress actually where they'll do this sometimes like they'll make a law that they know the little you know hotels can't keep up with right like hey you have to have this 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 and this well small chain can't keep up with that but your your hiltons and your marriott's can you know what i mean like stuff like right. that i'm hoping they don't go that route i want it to be and, and and again you do have to keep safety in mind right like cybersecurity in mind when you do these things but i'm hoping it's to a point where even the smaller companies, right? Some startup uh, with someone who could be, it could be me and you, Ryan, you know, starting up our own cybersecurity company, you know what I mean? Like we could, we could still get on board, you know what I mean? When, when Williams Tynes uh, cyber <laughs> comes up or whatever, you know what I mean? So like, like we can keep up with, with the rules as, as they are, right? And you don't have to be one of these trillion dollar companies, you know what I mean? You got, I think Apple is about to hit three trillion or something like that now, right? Or I thought some, I something something un, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so like, we, you shouldn't make it to where they can't keep up as well because they do have something to offer, right? It's kind of like diversity. Get everybody in the room, right? Yeah. Big guys are thinking at this level, uh, but you got the little guys down here that are like, well, hey, here's something you've probably forgotten about since you started up in 1978, <laughs> Microsoft. Right. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's a good. Uh, you, you brought it up and, and you kind of you brought it up real quick and it made me think. I was like yeah i know that does happen sometimes where little guys get priced out or thing or rules become too prohibitive for them to to right to that's very true so ho hopefully um it, it's it's going to be uh open transparent and everybody will be able to get a seat at the table when uh when this this starts to um happen more frequently because i mean at the current pace that we're at like we're already behind especially with the ai stuff right so um we, we can't really Hopefully, we can't really push people out, even though Microsoft has this co-pilot and all that other good stuff uh, coming down the pipe. So we'll see. I mean, if they want to continue to, to grow and become multi-trained other companies, uh, that, that's where acquisitions come from, right? And like, you can't 
necessarily grow those within uh those that's a company who has people who are thought leaders or trendsetters or what have you that get acquired which kind of sucks but i mean as the way things are like williams and times like we, they can buy that they want to buy that for a trillion go ahead <laughs> But uh, we we will see uh, as things continue to come on the pipe. But no, I think it's a good conversation. Uh, this could actually have been a discussion, but I don't know. Like this week is has a lot of good topics. So definitely continue to tune in. So Monday and Tuesday are topics. Wednesday's discussion. Uh, Thursday, I believe I do have an interview set up. So uh, definitely tune in for that one um, with uh, uh, Daryl Brooks. Um, or yeah, I believe it'll be Daryl Brooks this week. Uh, so that'd be uh, really cool. Ask us SP. So definitely tune in for that one. And then Friday's everything else. So I know me and Shannon have been uh, watching watching stuff, reading stuff, listening to stuff. So definitely tune in for that one. Share with your friends. Uh, hit the button if there's a button associated to subscribe. Uh, hit us up personally, or hit us up on all of the sites that go by our name. You can me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I am on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. There it is. I'm new. So <laughs> stay safe, stay secure. Thank you.